Sure Things was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Unless you count my dad. Just being a present even when we're not together. 
just checking in and keeping in touch. Like, I haven't been great at that. And I have done some, like, interpersonal work, kind of introspection, seen what I think it's about. And a lot of it could be from childhood of, like, friendships, like, really close friends, like, close friends from the age of three kind of ditching me in, like, eighth grade and low-key, high-key, very... I was very affected by it, and I didn't realize until um, literally, I think, my sophomore year of college, I, like, had a breakdown about it and cried in the shower. I remember it so vividly because I was like, why am I just now addressing this? Like, eighth grade was years ago, eons ago. But it just came up for me, I think, because college, you're making those new friends, and you're finding your tribe, and blah, 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 and I was very nervous about it, and I was like, why am I so nervous again? So, you know, life's a cycle, and we're back at that cycle where I'm like, hey, Katrina, have you been good? And I'm sure we're all critics on ourselves, we're all hard on ourselves, Um, but I'm, like, justifiably being hard on myself, I feel. I have not been good at it. Um, So consider this a message to any of my friends are listening, and I haven't said this to you already, I've said it to some, but to others I may not have got to yet. (laughs) Um, This is my little audio message to you saying, like, sorry for being trash and keeping in touch and being a good friend, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, We're living in an insane time, for sure. Um, However, all of our lives, kind of, we've been living in an insane time, if we're really honest. Like, it's definitely, they've upped the ante, but it's been a chaotic time. Birth, (laughs) life, existence is chaotic. So I just want to say I'm sorry for being trash at that, um, wholeheartedly. And I love everyone. I really do. I love everyone. So, I'm sorry about that. So, yeah. So, this episode is about that because (laughs) I was talking to my dad about Jamaica and the community atmosphere there. And then I was thinking about shows and the community aspect there. um, And it just got me thinking. And that's why I started off with Cheers as well. Cheers theme song. Because um, if you don't know, I believe that's Michael Schur's favorite show. I believe he said it in I will fact check that before I put this up, but I'm like 99.9, you know, I'm certain. Um, it's one of his favorite shows. He thinks it's very well written. He thinks it's really funny, stands the test of time, etc., etc. Great character show, great ensemble cast, ensemble cast, um, Sam and Diane, all those things. Um, and the theme song says it right there. The whole show kind of embodies that where, like, you're going to a place where everybody knows your name. You're always glad you came, you know, even if you come in a bad mood, you're, like, glad you came because, like, it's your pals and everybody knows you, knows about your life. And I realize we're missing that a lot, um, even in shows like Parks, even The Office, um, even The Good Place, as sad as it may seem, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, everyone kind of knows each other's whereabouts happening. You know some personal things about your friends. Like, people knew Ron, well, no, terrible example. People knew nothing about Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec because he was so private. But more so Leslie, maybe. You know, you knew she loved scrapbooking. You knew she always wanted to be in government. Um, Ben, you know, was like a nerd. You know, Tom is obsessed with materials. Uh, The Office, you know, you know Michael because he's going to tell you about his life. He's going to bring his girlfriends to work. He's going to bring his ex-girlfriend's baby to have a baby shower for his job. You know, Kelly loves celebrities. You know, Pam likes art, um, but she's been in this terrible relationship. Like, all these things that you know about people because you're in community. And in turn with that, you can also be there for each other, I feel, because you know what's going on. So, like, if you do know this person's been in a terrible relationship for a while, 
um, and maybe they haven't been honest with themselves, or maybe you see it from the outside looking in, whatever the case may be, you can be there for them. Maybe you can bring them a warm lunch and be like, I know I saw you guys get in a fight before, <laughs> or like, I know you didn't cook this because you were blah, 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 or whatever it may be, you know these interpersonal aspects of each other's lives, and so you can be there. Um, and I just think that's a really, really cool thing. I think, granted, my fridge just started humming, so sorry if you hear that. Um, but granted, everybody has a different life story, for sure. So some people didn't grow up with community, and that can seem harsh to them. Like, community in general, it can seem something they, like, reject because they're not used to it. It could be something you grew up with, but then you now want more independence. It could be something you never saw, so you don't think it, it belongs to you, you could ever have it. All these different things we have, for sure, can affect what we think about community or such a close-knit group of people. And on top of that, I feel that our society, not to be cliche, but, like, we were all, America was, like, hyper-independent. Like, that was our logo. That was our, like, you know, our roll call. <laughs> it was, like, independence. So we got used to kind of doing things on our own. Even, like, when you're in your cubicle, you're, like, in your cubicle. You know, there's a wall up. It's you. You're working from home. Sometimes it's just you. You're at the cafe. Not always talking at the cafe. Some people do. And you can meet some people that way. But, like, you're kind of just sitting there doing your work in your littlest corner. Um, so all those different things, I think, right now I'm in a space where I'm like, I really wish we did have more community. And, again, on me as well for not being the best at outreach and, like, meeting up with my friends and being good about plans. Like, that is something I am working through and reading about and trying to, like, journal out and get better at because it's not a great quality that I love about myself um, recently, and I want to better it. And then to bring it back to Jamaica, um, I was just talking to my dad about it. I was just asking him these random questions, like they just came spur of the moment. Um, and I was asking him, like, you know, what was grocery shopping like? What was walking, well, going to school like? And all these different things. And my dad was saying how, you know, back in Jamaica, if you didn't have money for the community bus, so not the school bus, because they weren't really that in his parish, it was more so the community bus, like where everybody going to work, going to wherever, going to school. If you didn't have money for that, you'd walk to school, which was seven miles to school and seven miles back. Which, like, again, to them, at least to my dad, he was like, it was nothing because you were walking with your friends. You know, you were walking with your friends every morning and every evening. So, like, you're hanging out, and that's your community, and, like, you'll pass this guy on the road, and he knows you guys are the school children, and, like, he knows about your mom from this, and he knows about your dad from that, or your brother... You know, and, like, you have this community sense because you, you all do it, mostly. You know, if you miss the community bus, you're not like, oh, well, darn, I guess I'm not going to school. Like, you'll just hop in line with everybody and walk. <laughs> um, and I was saying, like, I can walk to my grocery store. I don't. Um, and that's because I don't feel like I have the time. But then it's like, I probably do have the time if I, like, change around my schedule. But it's this thing of, like, rush, rush, rush. Um where I feel like I don't have the time, but I, like, could. You know what I mean? It's it's all about kind of perspective and what we value and things like that. I was also asking my dad about, yeah, grocery shopping. He was saying how there was one cow that was butchered, and then you, like, rationed, ra ratioed, rationed? That's the word? No. You, you kind of, you know, you kind of divided up the cow amongst the parish. So, like, basically the cow belonged to everyone. And then you, like, try to barter for whatever piece you might need or want, um, but then, like, someone goes from your family and gets it, and then, like, takes it back, but, like, the whole community is getting the cow, you know what I mean? 
And I'm going to stop right here to say I'm not, like, not acknowledging corruption and crime and all those different things that can go on in such a place. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm glorifying Jamaica because I know, too, everywhere has their things, right? We all have – nowhere is great. Nowhere is the best place on earth. Um, so I don't want to not acknowledge that because I know – too. If I lived, if I grew up in Jamaica, I might have a different perspective. I would be saying something different. Even family who lives there now, who love it, could also say, like, crime's too bad there, and, like, da-da-da-da-da, you know? Um, and no one's really looking out for da 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 Like, those things can be true at the same time. So it could just be me from, like, my American perspective. Like, it looks so nice, and, like, I wish I had that, you know? <laughs> that could be it as well. Um, but, again, from an outsider's perspective, perspective and talking to my dad like he was saying it was the best he couldn't want he wasn't want for nothing in terms of like a good healthy childhood he felt like um again not to say that there weren't things that could have gone wrong or childhood traumas or anything like that not that but more so just you know this was he loved it he loved that you know again walking seven miles or 14 miles because you're going back and forth to school that's exercise that you're getting just because, like, it, it is what you do. He said you used to get the water, you sometimes carry your donkey, and, and like, all of that, like, it was just a thing you did, and it was very much in community. It was something that you did with others, it was something that you did because others were doing it, and that's the way your society was set up. Um, and it's, I just think that's beautiful. Like, again, where everybody knows your name, everybody knew each other's names, everybody knew everybody's family, everybody knew the elder in the family, or the name of the elder, the grandparent, um, what they did in the community, how they did it, whose grandchild is whose. Um, it reminds me of, like, Gilmore Girls, which is, you know, Connecticut, small-town Connecticut. Literally everybody knows your name. Um, you go to a diner, you see, is it Miss Patty? Is that her name? Am I forgetting Gilmore Girls? It's been a while, so it's very possible. But you see people you know. Um, you see people you see every single day. And they become a sort of family. They become a sort of, again, community where you can rely on them. Um, and you see that in shows like Parks, and you see that in shows like The Office. Granted, again, <laughs> in a different light more so because it's more work and they're going to work. But again, they do meet on the outskirts of work, whether that be an event or like a party or whatever it may be. But even when they come to work, they know... Like, Leslie has a problem. She knows she can bring it to the team, and she might get some pushback, but eventually, like, she'll get help. Um, harvest Fest, <clears throat> things like that. Same with The Office, you know. Well, a little bit. Not not exactly the same, but, like, same enough. Um, of just this thing, again, where you feel known, and, you know, sometimes you may feel like you're too visible, like they know too much about your life. Um, I know for sure sometimes it can feel like that. I grew up as I've spoken about before, in a predominantly Jamaican church, like only Jamaican, where we're all very close-knit. My best friends I've known since I was three from there. Um, and they know enough, you know what I mean? They know a lot about our lives, and we know a lot about theirs. And there's still some stuff that's private. But sometimes it did feel like that, where I was like, I'm suffocated, you know too much, or like, you want to know too much, or like, you are asking me why I haven't called you. and like. But it's like, at the same time, there's something beautiful in that, in the fact that I'm not necessarily in lack, again, sometimes I don't want <laughs> all of that, but there's something to be said of that, because I know I've had friends, or even my boyfriend has told me the same thing, of like, that's very nice to have, 
to have someone you can call upon, to have someone who's calling to check on you, to have a community where you, everyone has known you since you were little, basically, and, like, has seen you grow up, can remind you of your younger self. I think that's a beautiful thing. You can be reminded of who you were or who you are, how you were, all those things of, like, perspective. I think that's kept me having the same friends and the same people around me for a long time has kept me kind of the same throughout my life. Um, granted, again, I could be saying all this and, like, my sister is listening or my dad and it's like, she, this is BS, what is she talking about? But I don't believe they'd say that, but if they did, that's me. Anywho, I thought I'd read an excerpt from this book I'm reading currently called We Need Each Other. pretty sure that's what it's called but it's about community and it's kind of what spurred all of this I was like ooh. so um yeah so this book I'm gonna find the name because I want to give credit where credit is due so let me do that before I read this um and forget to do it we need each other I apologize I'm reading the Thai book question mark is that not what it's called I don't think that's what it's called I hope you enjoy this. I don't think that's what it's called. I don't think that's what it's called. I don't think that's what it's called. Book about community. Find your people by Jenny Allen. Thank you, Jenny. Apologize for being not having this prepared. Sorry, guys. Um. But anyways. So she went, I believe, um, they went somewhere in the Caribbean, and they were talking about how, you know, they went to this diner, maybe it wasn't the Caribbean, maybe it was like Italy, but they went to this diner, or this kind of bodega type place, let's say, and they went in, and immediately everyone looked at them and kind of was like, ooh, newcomers, like outsiders, ooh, spicy, scandalous, and they were kind of like taken aback and nervous, because they were like, ooh, we are not used to this, and they don't know us. But then they said they ended up spending hours there, and everybody knew everybody. Like, they were like, anyone who ever comes in here is like, you know, the grandchild of this guy, or the parent of this guy, or the sister of this guy. Like, we never see you, but we're excited to talk about America and talk about your life and ask you about that. And I think her husband or she was, like, reflecting on it the night later and was like, can you imagine a place where everyone in the whole town knows you and you know them, and where you can walk to the grocery store, and where you have to go to the grocery store, like, every other day because the market... Oh, well, you don't have to go to the grocery store, excuse me, because the market carries mostly fresh food, so you're, like, good to go. Or maybe it is that you do have to go, because fresh food doesn't expire, right? Because all of our processed food doesn't expire after airports, because it's, like, so processed, and it's, like, that's not natural, maybe, guys. Either way, and when <laughs> the quote continues, and where every other day grocery runs will take you, like, two hours, because you're inevitably run into one or two or 25 people asking you kinds of meaningful questions because they're not strangers or even acquaintances, but everyday friends. And then literally she's like, cue the, cue, cue the Cheers theme song now, if you're old enough to remember it. And then she goes into that. Um, and she says she started thinking about where they lived and how they lived and how they had a simple lack of like local grocers. Um, and maybe that was why she felt so lonely in this sprawled out Austin, Texas town. Um, where they lived like 45 minutes away from anyone because of how spaced out it was. 
So, um, all those different things. Like, again, that's Find Your People by Jenny Allen, and, you know, I haven't really gotten into it that much, but I've been in a nonfiction kick, and I saw it, and I was like, this aligns with me and what I'm feeling, so let's, like, let's dive in. So, yeah, I just thought it's very interesting. I think it made me, like, being this vibe makes me want to watch Parks again. It's been, like, three years, I think, since I've fully watched the show. I used to watch it literally back-to-back all the time, and that I had it on DVD, I would do the same thing. I have it in a while, um, sometimes because it gives you more of a fresh perspective when you take time, and it is my favorite show, so I don't want to, like, get sick of it. Um, but, yeah, that community vibe, I think that's why I love these shows so much, because of the ensemble cast. Like, there's so many characters, and the ways they intertwine, and the ways they differentiate from each other, um, are very, very pleasing to me. <laughs> it's nice to see these people who might not have anything in common, but they will they will talk to each other, and they will help each other out when the time comes, and they will have all these stories to look back on, and they will grow with each other and have children and still be with each other and, you know, still be in the same environment, and these children will now know these people. It's just such an interesting thing of how our society could be. Um, again, I don't know if anyone, maybe some people do have work environments where they have felt like family ensembles. Um, I kind of have, and I think it's very nice, and I love it. I think it's a very good vibe. Again, I haven't been the best at nourishing those, so that's kind of what this is. It's like me kind of word vomiting how I've been feeling and seeing if anyone else can relate. Um, I think, especially to 2020, we kind of went into this isolation period, understandably so. However, it had effects, and I don't love the effects I could believe it would have on children, especially younger children who are growing up. Now it's been about almost three years, and it's like if you're there in your fundamental years and you're learning about things like friends and community and parents, friends, and things like that, and you're not really seeing that reflected in your outside world, it kind of internalizes. And you might think, maybe we are supposed to be solo. Maybe we are supposed to be on our own. Um, and I don't love that. I really, I don't love it. I'm not vibing with it hard. Um, maybe this is me in like, 2020 to 2021 retrospect being like I didn't love that or maybe it's like the lack of the community there in those years makes me want to like have so much around me now um and like in your 20s friends start to move friends start to get in deep relationships friends could have kids friends could change their whole life path friends could leave friends could join you you know 20s teenage years middle school years are interesting for sure and you're developing and you're learning yourself and you're getting these great friendships I'm sure but then yeah your 20s as well when you're establishing yourself in the world kind of and like your career and where you are then it's like it's this other layer where it's the next quote-unquote chapter um and people are shifting around and community shifting around and it's like what is your community what do you want to define it as I don't know if I'm asking you or asking myself I don't know if I'm asking Michael Schur um, I know he has a book out that I want to read. I also want to thank all my friends who sent me a bunch of, <laughs> like, interviews and all the links to his stuff because they know. I think it's very nice, and I appreciate it very much. And, again, I love it. Um, and I love you all, and I'm sorry for being trash. I'm going to say it as many times as I can because I need it. Um, so thank you for listening.
been friends already, but then we became like phone number friends, and I just feel super adult about it because we were like, hey, people are always here, and sometimes that's a bummer. And like the dogs want to run around, and our dogs get along, like our kids get along, so let's meet up. Um, and I thought that was so cool. I'm like very obsessed with the fact that it happened. Community, hashtag, love it, hashtag, gonna be better, hashtag, love you guys.